Hi, welcome back to Emotions and Self-Intimacy with Jody. So I've kind of, um, I've kind of been procrastinating uh, with doing more episodes in my podcast. I've written uh, several up, several ideas up, and I just haven't uh, jumped into recording them. And I just, I, I choose not to beat myself up about that. Um, but I've just noticed it and noticed this sense of procrastination. So a couple of days ago, I was out on a nature walk and I, I just kind of let it flow and, and things uh, tend to flow very easily when I'm on a nature walk. And so I just kind of felt into what this procrastination was. And, you know, it was obviously a fear that I had. And it had to do with, uh, like I said, starting my podcast or doing more episodes. And the thought that came to me is if I had a child that was uh, procrastinating about doing something because they had some fears that, that were holding them back, I would you know, encourage them and be supportive and um, you know, just be a cheerleader for them. And so the more I thought about that, I, um, I had another thought that, that popped to my mind and it's the words walk away. And I kind of was surprised by that. And what's funny is that that word, those words walk away have been showing up to me. Um, gosh, back, uh, about three or four months ago, um, I came across the walk away campaign on YouTube and I just became kind of absorbed and interested in watching some of those videos. And little did I know the reason that was resonating with me is because walking away is, um, an emotion a way of coping that worked for me for most of my life. And now that that showed up uh, to me now, I, I recognize that I don't want to walk away anymore. And so as I thought about it, the things that I've walked away from in my life, I walked away from love relationships in my life, from friend relationships in my life. I've walked away from my family I've walked away from love. And why did I, why? <laughs> why would I want to walk away from those things? And when I asked myself that, the answer that came to me was to protect me, to protect myself. And then I felt into, well, why, why did, what was I protecting myself from? And the words don't trust came up. And it wasn't just about not trusting others. It was deeper. The, the next thing that followed was I don't trust myself. And then right below that was this almost self-attack. And, and the words that came out was, how could you have let this happen? And so what I'm referring to is... Um, my experiences being born into a uh, 
uh, family with generational incest, um, there's a part of me that blames myself for not protecting myself and for letting it happen. And it's kind of interesting. I feel some emotion coming up right now as I'm um, expressing this, which I love. I actually love this so much um, because <laughs> what I've discovered is anytime tears come up, that means I've hit the jackpot. You know, this is where the gold is. Um, and this, this self-attacking that I saw within myself, I even saw a visual image. It looked like a wildebeest. <laughs> I mean, it just looked like this animal with this, this you know, big chomping jaw with these big fang teeth. And it just, and, and as I'm talking about it, it's almost like this, this um, you know, your root chakra, that animalistic sort of, um, you know, behavior that's associated with safety and with um, survival. And anyway, so this creature um, within me, this part of me, um, was wounded and hurt. And, and so <laughs> that part of me is this part that's an attacking, criticizing me for allowing it to happen, for allowing anything that was, you know, associated with um, sexual abuse happen to me. And it was just, it was really powerful to, to notice this part of me coming up um, and give it some attention. And so, <laughs> so looping that back around, that animalistic part of me that, that felt like it had to be there to protect me, that was constantly on the attack and, and my own sort of self-critical system that protected me. There was a part of me that um, felt like I was missing something, uh, some part of per, uh, some part of protection, and so I created that piece of me that was all I can explain it as is attacking and 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 self-critical. Um, And because I didn't trust myself, I, um, with my relationships, I had to walk away. So interesting. So thank you all for sharing this emotion with me because um, to me, there's nothing more cleansing than tears. And when I, um, when I was on my walk processing this, as this was all showing up for me a couple days ago, I did. I had these just gulping, um, deep, deep sobs that just poured out of me. It was almost like silent sobbing. And I just let myself, you know, feel into that and, and express all of that 
grief, um, all of that emotion. <sighs> and I haven't fully gotten back to a processing that. So let's do that now. Okay, so processing this emotion of walking away from love, walking away from relationships, not trusting myself, of blaming myself for letting it happen, attacking and criticizing myself um, for letting it happen. So first off, I want to thank this self-criticizing, self-attacking part of me, this animalistic creature for everything that it's done to protect me and for being strong and holding on and mostly for getting my attention through different ways, through these other, you know, things that are happening in the world that weren't related to what I was going through, but was exactly what I needed to pay attention to. Um, so I honor and thank that piece and part of me that um, did a really good job of like I said, protecting me, being strong, and getting my attention. Um, so after this, when I was on my walk, I had a conversation with this this part of me, and I, I asked this, you know, this animal uh, survival part. I I asked it, "What do you want now?" Because a lot of times at this point, I I will transform it into what I do want. If if I don't want to continue with those experiences, what what experiences do I want to have? But I, I this has been a part of me, you know, my whole life. I was born into this generational incest um, uh, DNA into this family, and it's it's just been a part of me. So as I let it go and create something new, I I. I mentally talked to it and I said, what is it you want to do now? Um, do you want a new job? Do you want rest? And, and I heard, when I asked it if it wanted a new job, I heard yes and no. And I said, well, do you want to rest? And it said yes. And then I said, well, after you rest, would you like a new job? And it said yes. And I asked it, what, what new job do you want? And the new job is self-love, love. love. <laughs> Ooh. Ugh. So interesting. So now I'm going to send out self-love. <laughs> and I'm going to send it out to the universe so it can come back to me. And I feel like I have a a huge amount of self-love for myself and yet there was a part of me that that wasn't self-love 
So now I'm adding it all into my mixture and, and, and into integrating all of me into self-love. And you know what, if there's any other parts down the road that show up that aren't self-love, then, you know, we'll go through this too and, um, and bring, it, bring it into all of who I am. I wanna welcome all the parts of me to show me who they are and to get to know them. And if it's something that uh, serves me that I want to keep, then I'll keep it. And if it's something I'm ready to let go of, then I will happily, lovingly transform it into what serves me. Okay, thank you so much for um, sharing this episode about transforming being self-critical into self-love. To those of you already supporting the show with a monthly subscription, thank you. If you're not already a supporter, but you'd like to be, tap the link in this episode's description or visit anchor.fm backslash Jody Newell Transform to become a monthly supporter.